0: Welcome to On the House podcast by Benchmark, where we tell you the truth about real estate and homeownership. My name is Jason Hager with Benchmark. In our first episode, I want to help cut through the noise around the real estate market and how it has affected individuals and families like you. To start off, let's talk about whether it was a mistake to buy a house this past year. Interest rates are high. Everyone knows it's not a secret. Many in the industry have been saying things like, marry the home and date the rate. All I mean by this, of course, is to see the rate as a temporary pill to swallow. It just means that getting your foot in the door and sealing the deal to get you into the right home at the right time. If you did buy, did you make the right choice? I would say yes. Buying the right home for you at the right time is always the right decision. Statistically, homeownership is a wise choice, as the net worth of individuals who own their home is significantly more than those who have only rented. The reason for this, too, is home prices tend to go up over time. And unlike renting, when you make a mortgage payment, you are paying down the principal. Eventually, you could own your own home outright without making a payment to live there, notwithstanding taxes and insurance, of course. If you didn't buy, have you missed out? The answer to this may surprise you, especially coming from a mortgage company, but if you decided not to buy while interest rates have been north of 7%, I have no doubt that you had a good reason. There's a saying, house poor. It's very real. And with inflation affecting everything from groceries to insurance and utilities, it's a wise move to avoid tying too much of your income to a mortgage payment or a down payment. If this decision helped you maintain any amount of financial stability, you've made the right choice. Clearly, ownership is a personal choice. There is no right answer. Do the math. Consider your priorities. 2023 was a tough year for the real estate market, here in the United States especially. Home prices continued to rise. Inventory shrank. Interest rates inflated monthly mortgage payments out of range of the average buyer of the average home. In the industry, we experienced some pain ourselves. Some mortgage companies closed their doors. Others merged in order to avoid having to close. Um, We didn't have that experience here where we are. We did have to suffer other ways. But even with the pain, we were lucky enough to have at least grown our market share. We think that has to do with our approach to lending. If you pay attention to the housing market, you may have noticed that interest rates have already started falling from their peak, but are still well above the 3 to 4% interest rates that people have gotten used to. The Federal Reserve has announced that they plan to reduce interest rates three times over the next year. This could be good news for the real estate industry. The Federal Reserve drives money supply interest rates, which do not directly translate into mortgage interest rates, but their announcements do drive sentiment or the way people feel in the market. Market forces are just the consequences of the actions of people acting on their feelings of either fear or optimism. I personally predict that we will see an increase in supply along with an increase in demand and an evening out of mortgage interest rates. I cannot be specific because I don't know. It's in the future. But I believe that we will see an increase in careful optimism. Have you already bought a home? If so, talk to your loan officer. See what they suggest in regards to refinancing to a lower rate if and when market conditions are favorable. Make sure to balance the cost of a new loan with the savings of a new rate. If you favor a lower monthly payment over reducing the lifetime interest cost for the life of your loan, it could make sense. If you want to free up cash to help cope with a higher consumer price index that we've all been experiencing, it could be worth considering. If you'd like to buy in the new year... One of the easiest ways to control your monthly payment is to come to the table with a larger down payment. For a conventional loan, many people don't know, but you could be approved with as little as 3% down for the right buyer. But again, it's about balancing priorities. A lower down payment could get you in the door faster, but it will also result in a higher monthly payment. Homeownership is a long game and it's more important to go in with a plan with both eyes wide open and to rush in. Others have also made their own predictions for 2024. Bright MLS chief economist Lisa Sturtevant, PhD's forecast, is for there to be 4.6 million sales of existing homes nationwide in 2024, which is about 500,000 more sales than in 2023, a 12.1% gain. Additionally, she predicts that this will increase to 5 to 5.2 million sales over the next two to three years. Redfin predicts that there will be 4.3 million sales in 2024, up 5% year over year. Business Insider predicts that home buyers can expect lower mortgage rates, higher home prices, and a lot more competition in 2024. According to Zillow, home prices are expected to be 40% higher compared to February 2020. The National Association of Realtors' chief economist, Lawrence Yun, believes that the mortgage interest rates could remain around 7% for most of 2024, but could reach as low as 5.5% to 6% within two years. Zillow predicts that home values are projected to increase by 5.5% over the next year, which is slower than the 16.9% increase seen in 2021. On a personal note, I would like to say that an increase is still an increase. Home prices are not going down anytime soon. Despite the challenges, it's important not to be discouraged. Buying a house is a major decision, and it's crucial to weigh all factors. While the market has been challenging for the last 10 years or so, it's still possible to find a good deal if you're patient and have a clear understanding of your goals and situation. If you're considering buying a house in 2024, start preparing now. Save up for as big of a down payment as you can stomach. Maintain good credit and keep an eye out for opportunities. If you'd like, you can also talk to a benchmark loan officer who can provide guidance for your specific goals and circumstances. Remember the best time to buy a house is when you're ready. Don't rush into buying a house because of market predictions. Instead, consider your financial situation, your housing needs, and your future plans. All of the resources for this episode can be found in the show notes at benchmark.us podcast. Thank you for listening to On the House podcast. Stay tuned for more updates and expert insights into the real estate market. If you have any questions or need advice, you can reach out to us at benchmark.us slash podcast. We're here to help guide you home. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of On the House. We want to make sure you understand that the information provided in this podcast is for general informational purposes only. The content shared here is not intended to be financial, legal, or professional advice specific to your situation. Mortgage regulations and requirements may vary, and the information discussed may not be applicable to your individual circumstances. Therefore, we recommend consulting with a qualified professional or contacting Arklatex Financial Services, LLC, NLS 2143, directly for personalized advice tailored to your needs. Any reliance you place on information from this podcast is at your own risk. By listening to this podcast, you acknowledge and agree that ArcLatex Financial Services, LLC MLS number 2143, its hosts and guests are not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from your reliance on the information presented here. Thank you for your understanding and for choosing the On the House podcast.